Underground. I'm your host, TNT, and this is episode 45. Well, it's been a while since I've had an episode Ethereal Underground podcast. Been super busy, is putting it mildly. I lost my voice last weekend, was at a convention, had a booth. With the technologies that I've worked on and developed for almost two decades, the air and surface purification and talking to people three days straight, my voice just gave out. I did interviews and got publicity, I guess would be the best way to mention publicity about my technologies, the air and surface purification, and it really drove traffic to the website and sales greatly increased. I would say it went viral. For me, for me, it did. It went viral. So <laughs> the orders started flooding in and didn't have enough staff and help to process the orders. It was pretty chaotic and had to hire many people to get caught up. And a lot of people wondering where their orders were with the shipping or tracking number. And it's pretty chaotic, but slowly got caught up on all the back orders, sent a lot of emails out explaining that we're catching up and trying to keep people from canceling or wondering if the product they ordered was going to show up. So I finally start to have a breather to a point where I could do episode 45. So what do I want to talk about today? What's interesting, I've discussed in the past here and on the other shows that I'm on about these 15-minute cities, these mega cities, 30 to 50 mega cities, you know, sanctioned by the UN and these other global elite type think tanks, World Economic Forum, Davos, Bilderberger, Council of Foreign Relations, Trilateral Commission type Club of Rome, the list goes on, where there's a reduction of the world's population. There's technologies to, to limit human production in the future, maybe design genetically, designer babies, and perhaps in order to have children, and if they're genetically engineered, maybe it's kind of like a checklist if you want someone that's athletic or has a capability towards sciences and math or music. It's 
certain eye color, height, skin, hair color. Maybe it's a checklist where you can design the baby that you want. That might be reserved for people that have very high social scores and, and rank high, and it's a, a privilege to have these children. I can I can see that type of future world not, not that far off. But when they talk about these cities, it seems like the cities are, let's say, high tech and might be, I could be wrong. This is just my observations trying to forecast what the future looks like. These, these mega cities would be very advanced, high tech, and probably like citadels where the rich and famous would dwell. And perhaps the rest of the peasantry or the lower class citizenry would look upon these mega cities and wish that someday they could qualify to dwell inside those cities. That's what I see. Between the, the videos, we'll, we'll have one on today's show, or at least the audio portion of it. You can look it up on your own. The presentation, the marketing of these 15-minute megacities, that's the impression that I get. Well, either way, if you're not in that group, it'll probably be more of a peasant lifestyle, probably very hard and not very pleasant and then you're rewarded and you're with the in crowd if you're able to qualify to be living and have access to these mega cities so the one that i want to talk about tonight is seems like the middle east is going strong there's the line that very unusual long rectangular building it's a, it's a city but it's one great big building and i don't remember offhand it's 130 miles to 150 miles long something like that or it could be kilometers and it's multiple stories tall and the line would be one of those cities where you literally can be born and raised and die in that city and never leave the city. I think they probably have some designated parks, but they're they're either within the city or they a mile radius, half a mile radius around the city. So still you'd be born and raised and die and maybe never leave the line. And I think they already started breaking ground and construction on that. The second city is the Mukab in Saudi Arabia. Now, the marketing video, this one that I'm going to play, the audio, it's around three minutes. And I think it's, it's two videos spliced together. So maybe a minute and a half each video. But I'll play both of them together. Because there's, there's a little bit of information in one video that's not covered by the other. 
And I wrote some notes. Let me get my notes down here. And if I go over these notes, if you get a pen and pencil and pause and, or rewind, write these notes down. I think discussing these notes first is a good idea. Then I'll play the video and see if you can pick up what I picked up. So they talk about this new mukab is an icon. Well, an icon, according to the Oxford Dictionary, I refer frequently to Oxford Dictionary. It's one of the older, prestigious, well-established dictionaries. Icons defined as a holy figure, typically in a traditional style, might have a wood, a statue of some sort venerated. It's used as an aid to devotion. And he had that in the Byzantine or Byzantine Empire or the Eastern churches. An icon is a person or thing, a symbol worthy of veneration. So here you have a type of worship, this icon. The etymology of icon, the comes from the Greek icon, E-I-K-O-N. An icon is the likeness, image, portrait, or an image in a mirror. It is semblance. It has an outward appearance or an apparent form of something, especially when the reality is different. So let me repeat that part. Semblance, outward appearance or apparent form of something, especially when the reality is different. So we're starting to get very important subtleties here where the reality is different in this 15-minute megacity. Phantom image in philosophy, an image in the mind. Okay, so now we're dealing with the reality being different and philosophy of the mind, phantom image. The Greek ikone is to resemble. Iconoclast was the uh, medieval Latin. This mukab is a cube. A cubicle. It means cuboid. Macabre. So it's a giant cube. Very similar. Star Trek had that civilization, the Borg, half human, half computer, and their craft, their dwelling city was a cube. A side note to keep in mind is light, what they call speed of light in field theory, the speed of light is really the rate of perturbation of the etheric field. It's a consistent rate. Light travels or the perturbation of the etheric field is 1.33 times slower in water. So light slows up 
going through water. 1.33 times slower. It's 2.4 times slower when light's traveling in a diamond. The quartz crystalline structure of a diamond. 2.4 times slower. Light, however, if it's a perfect cube with perfect refraction, light is trapped forever in a perfect cube. So keep that in mind. Now in the video, this is the visual part, so you'll want to look at the video on your own. When it's describing the Mukab, some letters appear during the computer graphics of the erection, the building of this cube. And it has letters that appear. If you slow the video down and its speed, you can see that it starts with RE and then REH, REENH, RETENH. R-E-T-E-N-T-H, R-E-T-A-E-N-T-E-H. And it's interesting if we break down these words, or these letters that appear, some words, and the numerology involved in the video. The Chaldean numerology is regarded as the origin of numerology. The Chaldeans, ancient Babylon, used one through eight in their numerology. Nine was left out because it was considered a holy number. I did many videos and that's what got me probably kicked off of a lot of platforms and interviews when I talked about the black cube, the one through eight reality with the disappearing nines. Tesla and others talked about that. The one through eight, which creates a grid, creates a cube, and it's really a prison, a confinement of human consciousness. And the world that we have today, what I call the plastic and leather world, is a false construct. It's a false reality based on one through eight numbering system, the disappearing nine. It's created by a very old, non-human life form, intelligence. And mankind basically has been hijacked or imprisoned in a false matrix, a black cube. RE that appears in the video means again and again. REH means root. It's also the 12th letter in the Arabic alphabet. R-E-E-N-H equals five in numerology. R-E-T-E-N-H, if you scramble the words, can spell neither or threen. T-H-R-E-N-E. 
And that means speech of lamentation, especially for the dead. Very interesting. Well, at the 22 second mark, the video mentions that this new mega city is a gateway to another world. Very interesting. At the 30 second mark, it shows the scale 400 meter by 400 meter by 400 meter. So there's interesting correlation with the 400 by 400 by 400 meters. At the 38 second mark, it talks about entering a new reality, as mentioned before. Minute six, it says experience a new horizon. Minute 17 mark, our cities will be much more than just a place to live. The Maraba, as it's called, means sweet fruit. It's a sweet fruit preserve, like a jam. Very delicious in that part of the world. Well, isn't it interesting comparing that there was a sweet fruit in the biblical story of the Garden of Eden? What happened there? At a minute 35, it talked about design with people at its heart. So the heart city, people at its heart. Interesting. So are people part of its life force? These are just thoughts. I have no proof of any kind. These are just observations. At a minute 40, it talks about the 15-minute walk. So it's a 15-minute city that the UN, the World Economic Forum, is pushing. The two-minute and five-second mark, again, it mentions gateway to another world. Two minute and 41 second, it says, feel at home in another world. Two minute and 48 second, gateway to another world. So they mention it multiple times. And then it has an interesting logo at the two minute 56 second mark. So at the end of the video, it's an interesting logo. What happened at the Garden of Eden? The ancient text account when Adam and Eve were removed from the Garden of Eden because they partook of the tree of knowledge of good and bad in an act of disobedience. Were they able to enter the Garden of Eden? No. There were cherubs at the entrance of the Garden of Eden that they could not enter and flaming rotating swords. So keep that in mind when you watch the video. So let me see if I can play that video and just listen in for the next three minutes. Introducing the new horizon for Riyadh, a new icon, the Mukab, the world's first immersive experiential destination. A gateway to another world. Step inside and it's unlike anything you've ever seen. At a scale that's unprecedented. Big enough to hold 20 Empire State Buildings. Where you and those around you enter a new reality. Transporting you to Mars one day and magical worlds the next. Where your retail experience is completely reimagined and hospitality, leisure, 
and entertainment reach new levels, all in breathtaking, ever-changing environments. This is the new face of Riyadh. Experience a new horizon. In the future, our cities will be much more than just places to live in. The future is here, and it's real. Introducing the new Maraba, the world's largest modern downtown. Designed with people at its heart. Helping make Riyadh one of the top 10 most livable cities in the world. And at its center, a new icon, the Mukab. The world's first immersive experiential destination. A gateway to another world. At a scale that's unprecedented and unforgettable. Where you'll feel wonder, amazement, and your heart race. As you dine with gentle giants. Explore a world of magic. Or live on Mars. Where your retail experience is completely reimagined. And you feel at home in another world. This is the new face of Riyadh. A gateway to another world. New Maraba. There you have it. Very interesting marketing video of a mega city. The 15-minute cities that have been discussed on these global platforms. So where do you think humanity is heading? Hopefully by now you are able to connect the dots and see the majority of humanity will accept this reality. The majority of humanity are excited and will welcome these cities, virtual reality worlds, relationships with lifelike Android robots. People will be marrying, getting married to their robots that come and Different features, different shapes and sizes. It'll be very common in the near future. Remaining what used to be called organic in the old world will be a thing of the past. So we're at the early stages where there's a division among mankind. Now, typically through 8,000 plus years of recorded history that we have access to, there's always roughly, say, 7 8% of a society that resists tyranny or resists 
enslavement mandates resists infringement of free will 90 plus percent fold like a cheap suit so they just go along with the direction of the system engineers that'll never change ever so if you are the seven eight percent the chasm is well under its way started many years ago but really accelerated close to three years ago i think we know what's been going on that amplified the chasm between the majority and the few so it's a matter of strategies conscious awareness clear thinking maturity spiritual maturity as far as what you're going to do with your life and if there's force that comes into play how to deal with the possibility of being terminated it's a polite way of saying it terminated in this current timeline in the fleshly body so i wouldn't be surprised if what we have is some type of i always refer to it as a simulation an advanced video game but it's probably to see when you come alive the spark of life and and you develop as a fetus an infant a young child and adolescence and so forth that your consciousness grows and in adulthood maybe it's to see if a person develops spiritually or just stays in the plastic and leather physical world and then maybe there's a grade an evaluation when you finally do die to see if you developed or just stayed in the physical plastic and leather. I wouldn't be surprised. If that's the case, I wouldn't be surprised if traditionally you have seven or 8% that do advance beyond the physical plastic and leather and they get a passing grade. I guess time will, will tell. So perhaps what we do now is really important because it sets a precedent and it sets a vector, a direction as to what happens after death, how we behave now, and what we've manifest now in this carbon-based flesh and blood body, how we reacted to this holographic matrix, and depending on how we develop and acted, has a great impact on what life will be like if there's life or what life would be like after death. If there's a resurrection or a reboot or re-energize, reanimation to the etheric field with our consciousness. Again, time will tell. I think it's wise to spend time thinking about that, researching, trying to associate with like-minded individuals if that's where you are now it's going to be hard probably don't need to tell you that it's going to be hard to find individuals that think like this and ask such questions 
as opposed to, you know, Joe Sixpack drinking his favorite beverage, eating chicken wings and watching sports or entertainment. So if you are fortunate enough to have two, three, four, five friends or companions that think like that, then you've won the lottery because that's probably the, the best that you'll get. That's what I've noticed. It's very few people that I can talk to, especially in the scientific level. A lot are dying off, and there's very few scientists, independent scientists with great, great minds and have the spiritual insight. A lot, unfortunately, I think have been compromised and are absorbed in the Borg. They're absorbed by the Fortune 100 corporations. And of course, they have the, the huge salaries and all the perks, accoutrements that go with buying into the system being morphed into the matrix. So the matrix will reward you with plastic and leather accordingly. But the few that are independent, such as myself, we're getting less and less in numbers. So I think I'll end this episode, make it a short one. It's been a while. I know I'm more and more busy. I do less and less social media engagements. I'm, I'm preparing for detaching from society and being more off the grid, being in touch with nature. However many years I have left, I, I, I do not want to participate in the Silicon Valley World Economic Forum, UN globalist world. That will not happen. So if my life is cut short, which is a strong possibility, it is what it is, I'm ready to go. And there's no need to engage in the electronic internet, social media. I've done enough. I've done plenty. I've got a good track record. If there is some type of judgment, I do have a track record that I can fall upon in review. And I want to spend whatever time I have left in my personal growth, spiritual growth, being in touch with nature. So there'll be less and less of me. And then eventually either I'm no longer here or access to the internet's not available, the social scores and everything's being implemented. And I wouldn't be able to participate anyway. So it'll be something like that. Well, I end this, what I always say, try to get out in nature. The sweet spot, 40 minutes. If you can do 40 minutes a day where you're outside, walking, sun gazing, gardening, playing with your family or your, your pets, just being outside in nature and grounded is, is huge. And getting away from the Wi-Fi, the internet, smartphones and so forth. And if you're able to do more than 40 minutes, that's even better. You want to try to get your body and your organs at the Schumann resonance around eight Hertz. And it does the body good. So until next episode, wish everyone to take care and I'll see you next time.